Hey everybody, welcome back to Oklahoma Life. This week we are doing a recap of the last week because it's been a little bit nuts for us. And we figured it'd be time to kind of jump in and get uh, everybody caught back up with the crazy that has happened in this past week in our lives. Nothing too too insane, but definitely fun. Um, So first and foremost, you know, the small housekeeping of, uh, you know, if you haven't checked out our Patreon, definitely do so. That'd be super helpful. Um, You go to patreon.com slash Oklahoma life and you can uh, take a look at what's going on in there. Um, Outside of that, let's talk about our week. It has been strange um, since last Saturday. So we caught up on... Are you supposed to introduce me? Yes. Hi. <laughs> um, my name and is Brandon you. Hines. <laughs> and sitting across from me is my lovely wife. Hi, y'all. It's Vanessa. Um, and, you know, we, we've had You're several of like these episodes. You're ready to get going. <laughs> I am. I am. You know, we've had several of these and it's at the point now where it's like, you know, if you're jumping into the weekly recap, you're probably behind the, the eight ball on that one. So, um, you know, we caught up on life and there's a few things that we still want to cover that is just general life stuff. Like we want to kind of get into the um, parenting stuff that we've kind of glazed over and we kind of want to get into the, you know, house hunting thing. Because if you've never hunted for a house, there are a lot of things to consider that you may not realize leading up to it. Um, but yeah. we'll get back to those to another day. We kind of just want to talk about this week. So this week, let's start at last Saturday. So prior to Saturday, though, is whenever you actually were doing the work, right? So you were out gardening and weeding and... No. Okay, talk okay. to me. So and if you guys can hear this, it's my favorite beer on hand right now. <laughs> it's a Coop F5, I'm just saying. Donate and help me out. <laughs> Buy him a six-pack, he says. Uh, so probably Wednesday, a uh, week and a half ago now. Okay. I, there's this, uh, big something there. The people that lived here before us planted several things that grew into the fence. Tell me you didn't, don't think they planted poison ivy because that'd be the worst <laughs> gift for no. your next, next people. No, but there was one thing that was getting, it was taller, getting taller than me. I'm five, two. And so it was, you know, probably six feet tall. And so I, it became part of the home of a spider that mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. and I've taken a couple of videos of the spider and it's this spider that would create a home every night guarding the area where I would take the dog out to go to the bathroom. Right. And then like the next morning it'd be gone though. Every day which it was gone I've every noticed. night. And yeah. so, and then the last time that I went out there, that I recalled, there were three different spiders. Oh, really? Not this in is that. Like a spider not party. in that area. Yeah. It, but they were. There was one on the back patio area, and Kay. then there was one on the way to the potty area, and then there was one guarding the potty area. So. What's funny is that I only I remember the one, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't know anything about the other two. I so. think I might have taken a video with the other two, and I probably just forgot to send it to you because okay, you know, like, heard that. So. Then, so I'm chopping down this large plant that has grown into the fence, and it looks like it's been chopped at a few times I was going to say, yeah, because, like, there are literally pieces of, I want to call it wood, but I don't know if it's actually wood, that are just embedded halfway up this fence. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm not looking at the ground. Right. Because why would I? 
I'm not going to expect poison ivy to be in my freaking backyard. Mm-hmm. Right. In, we live in the city. Like, right. it's not, we're not in the woods. We don't have, you know, so property. Let, let's, let's kind of recap it from where it actually was, though, because you didn't know it was poison ivy. You found out it was poison ivy after a significant amount of pain. Yeah. So, so that's Wednesday that I'm chopping down this thing. I don't even get it all the way chopped down because, right. I don't know, a baby wakes up or somebody's crying or Life. who knows why. Yeah. So then I stop, you know, and and all the branches are still just out there. I think you might have actually been gone still in tra- to training when I was chopping it down. So Possibly. it's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then uh, Saturday rolls around. Right. And I notice a few bumps on my arms. Right, because they were I'd, like at the elbow, which was they weird. were on my forearm. Oh, forearm. Okay. Yeah. And so I sent a f- pictures to some of my girlfriends, and I was like, "Can these be stress bumps? <laughs> because I've had kind of a rough day so far." Right. Yeah. And it was, you know, I don't know, noon or something. By the time I'm noticing these, turns out poison ivy can take up to about seventy-two hours to okay. show up. Heard that. And so they, you know, I don't know. I don't think anyone really had any answers. And no, I'm assuming they didn't at this point. Right. And so then that day we were going to come. We just, it was like, it was one of those days we just had to get out of the house. Everybody needed to get out of the house. Right. Because you were were like, hey, can we come to work? And it was like. And you'd only been there for a few days at that point. And so you're still getting settled in and stuff. And I'm like. I don't really want to come bug you and right. I know you're not going to have time to hang out with us, but we got to get out of the house and yeah. I don't really want to go pay for food somewhere. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, and then it turned out that uh, two of my best girlfriends were already hanging out together. And so then they just invited us over there. And so we went over there instead and my rash hadn't really progressed too much at that point, but nobody knew what it was. Amy did suggest poison ivy. She actually had suggested poison ivy that day. You were like, no, and that's not like, it. No, I mean, I haven't touched poison ivy, you right, know. Like, where would I came in contact yeah, with? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, for sure. when and why and where. So then I took some Benadryl. Right, because you expected it to be I hives it was some or weird allergic rash reaction or, to yeah, something, right. mm-hmm. you know. And um, so then the night rolls on. It doesn't get any better. Yep. I think it started get spreading a little bit yeah and then i noticed where evie was laying Mm -hmm. because we were you know we had a a fire later that evening and so we were all sitting by the fire and i was holding evie and where she was laying was definitely more pronounced so i thought oh it's a heat rash right so i was gonna say with you know kind of that that entire situation that night what we had been doing is we went to a friend's house so you were saying and that outside event was like hours long we were out at campfire with him for like five hours or something at the at the actual fire yeah. it was something something super long and there were mosquitoes all over the place and there were you know just all kinds of bugs flying so it's outside yeah well i mean <laughs> it's not just that it was outside but like we just the location where we were at with having a swimming pool right there next yeah. to us and then we had the giant stack of sticks and everything well, and then there right was the there. bug zapper with all the bugs yeah. you know flying into it and stuff there was there was definitely the case for it could be anything at this point right yeah and when you know, the next morning you wake up, like I go to work because I think Sunday that week I was working like 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. or something stupid. Yeah, something stupid. Um, and you send me a picture and you literally have like, not like bumps. Bumps isn't a good description of this. You literally had... It's like spots. 
red large spots though i mean they were big well, groupings of it was yeah bumps. and that's what it was was because it was lots of small ones but they were so close together right. that it was just i mean my probably at that point about half my body was covered for sure yeah in like if you look up online poison ivy uh like you know insane outbreak you'll probably see her picture right like that that's literally <laughs> I what you didn't put it online like <laughs> yeah right cuz yeah by the way it, it was not just arms at this point it was uh progressed to like your side into your stomach yeah, into so your it was definitely like the night that night saturday night it was on my stomach where i was holding the baby and right. then the next morning I woke up and I mean, it had spread over to the other side of my stomach and that side of my stomach went from being just, you know, bumpy mm-hmm. and spotty to like just red. And then yeah, and it was, it was like it, bright red. Yeah. It was like crazy looking yeah. red. And yeah. then it was down my legs and it was on my arms even more. And I mean, it was, I actually thought it was yeast. Right. Yeah. yeah yeast That's rash. where you started yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. Because Whenever it looked. On my kids, arms. One of the kids had a yeast yeah. rash. Couple, so Evie uh, had a yeast rash when yeah. she was a tiny, tiny baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really, they call it meaty. And it looked meaty to me. Fair so enough. So I thought it was a yeast rash. And um, and then, so maybe it was that day that Amy said poison ivy. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'm so, going the whole the rest of the day and I'm like, it's just yeast. I'm going to put some, you know. Yeah, hydrocortisone cream or some it, stuff. And it'll yeah. be fine. And then my mom comes over or I go get her or something. Right. And I think I'm working whenever your mom comes yeah. over. Yeah. And she says, I think you really need to be seen. Yeah. And, you know, my girlfriends were trying to tell me to, that I needed to be seen. And yeah. Go see a doctor. Obviously, yeah. I shouldn't well, I mean, be left when, to make my own decisions about it. When, because... <laughs> when a quarter of your body is covered in well, red, then... bumpy splotches, like, mm, yeah, I can Baby. see where... Oh, you win. <laughs> All right. So baby is awake. So we're going to go ahead and keep going on this one a little bit more. Um, if you can't hear it, I'll move it a little closer. That's our child waking up. So um, she'll have to tell the story of the ER visit itself. But basically what happens from there is that she finally gets talked to and go into the ER. And she texts me and basically says, oh, hey, it is poison ivy. Um, and, and they, I think give her a shot and a few other things. And, you know, basically, uh, you say, Hey, listen, don't scratch it. And if you've ever had poison Ivy, don't scratch it. It's probably the worst advice you can get because that's literally all you want to do. So while we wait on her, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Um, you know, because what ends up happening is that we have a recurring Monday night event, um, that we had to text people and say, hey, guys, by the way, we have to cancel. Uh, Vanessa has a pretty severe case of poison ivy, and, you know, obviously she's not, uh, you know, physically or mentally wanting to be able to do anything with people and friends at the time because, yeah, everything inches. So the next day goes by, and I've been planning a pretty interesting little wing event. Uh, and I say wing very, very loosely because they're actually – drumsticks and all kinds of things so we have a couple friends who are um pretty into the uh, hot ones you know show i if you haven't watched hot ones on youtube it is fantastic it's basically a guy uh who brings celebrity on his name is sean evans he brings celebrity on ask them uh you know difficult questions while eating really spicy wings now 
I myself am not huge into spice. Like, I like hot stuff. I obviously, you know, did this challenge because it was fun. And I can go to a pretty good level. Um, but the stuff that he goes to is like two and a half million Scoville, which is absolutely nuts. You know, the, the highest one we had was like 300 and I think it was 60,000 Scoville or something in that range. Um, and it put us out of commission. I mean, that was the worst pain I've had in my mouth and that's not even a joke. And there's some of it, people talk about the difference between capsaicin extract and not extract. And ours were not, um, you know, ours was not a fresh pepper, you know, for heat. It was actually a capsaicin extract. So um, I'm kind of interested to try just the straight, you know, pepper without the extract because it may be different. And that's what I'm hearing. But um, so I'll tell you a little bit about that while we wait on Vanessa to get the baby back down. It was it was a pretty fun little event. So we recorded on video, and I'll be uh, trying to get it edited and uploaded when I get this free time here. What we basically did is I made uh, chicken lollipops. And if you've never had chicken lollipop, they're really interesting. So you take a chicken drumstick. You basically cut around where the you know thin part basically is where they'd be the ankle, if you will. Uh, and you pull out the tendons, and you pull the meat down. You spread the skin back down around it. Um, and what it does is it loosens up all those those actual meat pieces and the tendons themselves kind of go away. And then uh, I baked it for a huge amount of time. Um, and while we baked them, you know, I had it basically full of butter. So it was basically a uh, butter and chicken, you know, juice setup that was going on with it. And it was pretty delicious, you know, salt, pepper, a few other things. And then once they got to temp on the baking side of thing, which I stopped it at like 170 for the center, um, we pulled them out. I let them cool down for a hot second, and then we took them, and then I deep fried them in a friend of mine, Billy, his uh, deep fryer, his vat fryer. And when we deep fried it, you know, we just wanted to really crisp the outside and get it back warm. So we did a huge amount of wings, uh, or drumsticks specifically, and then we actually did uh, a handful of actual wing wings. Um, and I think that was like, I don't know, maybe two dozen or not even that. Probably, I think it was probably 15 or something. So we, we had, you know, wings and we had drumsticks that were made into lollipops and they're really cool. And we started with one end and started working our way down and going from like lightest sauce to hottest sauce is basically what it is. And we talk about them a little bit. Um, and we get to kind of the final two and the, one of them just, you know, it, it didn't wreck us. But it definitely made us pause because we couldn't shake it. You know, we were all sitting there just doing that whole co <coughs> coughing thing. Um, and then we came back, you know, from the, the quick little break and went to that ridiculous uh, capsaicin one. Um, that was just absolutely nuts. So it was pretty just a, uh, a, a fun little event that I think we're going to try to do again because it's really interesting to get this, you know, hot sauce thing rolling. Uh, not very often do you actually get to uh, try out different hot sauces because most people, you know, basically shy away from them. And we weren't, you know, going to like try to kill each other or anything stupid like that. Um, but we did want to make sure that we had something on the far end of the scale. So it'd be like, oh, yeah, these are flavor, these are flavor, these are flavor. And let's see what happens at that point. So it was, it was a fun time. So we did the Tuesday wing challenge, and then Wednesday I was off. Um, and, you know, on Wednesday I wake up, and, you know, 
I'll be pretty straightforward. Eating extremely, extremely hot wings is a very uncomfortable next day. And that was only at 3,000 or 300,000 Scoville. I don't want to imagine the 1.2 millions or the 2.5 millions. Like, I just can't imagine being comfortable ever during that next day. Um, but, you know, you can you can talk about the back end of that anytime you want. And uh, so what happens is Vanessa starts getting this idea that, oh, hey, listen, you know, let's work on building our uh, garden. And we've been trying to build this garden for a little bit of time. And I say trying to build. Um, when I have free time, I do a little bit at a time. And we are looking at eventually you know, building a pretty good amount of garden back there with trellis work and all kinds of stuff. But that's a lot of work to get done. There's a lot of things that have to be done, you know, actually getting the... Um, you know, raised beds built into, you know, getting them full of, of compost or, you know, actual planting dirt or, you know, whatever it may be you're putting in there uh, to building the trellis system over the top. There's just there's just a bunch of stuff that has to be done. So I'm slowly working on it, but it, it's difficult to find the drive when you're working 70 hours a week. So, um, you know, she, she mentions there is a mulch place here in Tulsa that uh, it's a city mulch. And if you go out there, you know, they just they'll load your bed with mulch. And in uh, Arkansas, we lived out there. They had that very, very similar one that wasn't just mulch. It actually had um, compost as well. So you could either get fine compost, which is strained compost, basically, or you can get the uh, rough stuff. Um, you know, so it'd be free if you lived in Benton County. Technically, we didn't live in Benton County. Um, but we were close enough that it didn't really matter. So we would go and do that for the previous place. Well, this one is just the um, actual mulch, which, um, you know, you show up and they have a huge, um, you know, scoop, you know, set up that they can just drop it all in the back of a truck. And that's what we do. So I go out there and I, I load up my dad's truck because um, my truck, my buddy is currently borrowing um, for a whole different story another day. So I go pick up that and come back and I, I you know, back the truck into a, a pretty good little spot that allows us to have a little bit of leeway um, into loading it up and what have you. So this is kind of where that day goes awry. That is on um, Wednesday. So, you know, leading up to this point, Vanessa had a really crappy week because she had poison ivy everywhere, which is a really tough thing to, to deal with. And as she's trying to, you know, get that all recovered or whatever, she's like, hey, can you go do this mulching thing? I'm like, yeah, cool. So I go out, I go pick up the mulch, and I come back um, with, with the truck bed full. And uh, it's it's hot outside, guys. You know, this is obviously August in Oklahoma, um, which means two things. One, it's super humid. Two, it's super hot. It's just not at all fun to try to do this kind of thing. So I pull up the wheelbarrow and I am, you know, raking it back into the wheelbarrow out of the back of the truck. And then I'd go and I'd dump it, you know, towards the back of the yard. So she has a spot where she has a bunch of rabbit poop and, um, you know, that she goes and trades out these bins for. So it's pretty, it's pretty good little deal. Rabbit poop, I guess, makes really good fertilizer. Um, you know, the best thing I can say is that our yard is kind of shitty because of it. Ha ha, ba bum bunk. So I'm going back and forth, and the wheelbarrow that I have is a craftsman. And the issue I run into with it, um, and if anybody else has one of these, you probably have the exact same issue, is that you have a tilt point that, you know, when you take it and you go to tilt it, it's a metal piece that sticks out from the front of the two handles that allows you to you know, kind of grip it into the earth and push it forward. Well, the problem is, is that the nose on the actual barrel part of it, where you know, which is basically the big 
tub, if you will. Um, if you just go to the point where the, the tipping point reaches and then the tip of the tub, um, you cannot empty the, the actual wheelbarrow. You have to go past that point and go over the top. So constantly, you know, taking my hands and, you know, raising this thing up and then going past it where it's just hinging on the plastic tub piece. And one of the times that I came back down, my right foot was a little bit too far forward. Well, that, that tipping point that's not the tub is basically a U-shaped channel of metal that ties the two handles together. And as I'm pulling back down, I cap just the my big toe. And I bring it back down, and as I bring it back down to my big toe, um, it cuts it right behind the, the actual toenail in the cuticle itself. So, hi, welcome back, baby. Hello. Um, so I'm talking about Wednesday's mulching thing. So okay. let me finish this, and we'll jump back into your ER visit. Oh, goodness. So as I pull the thing back down, and the metal piece hits me right behind the toenail, um, I literally think I, like, I don't think I break my toe specifically, but I'm thinking that I have a really deep gash in it. Like, it definitely... It's falling off. Yeah, it fucking <laughs> hurt. And I think it's because it's just the location. You know, anything that hits that nail bed always just hurts. And then when you cut it as deep as I did, um, it sucks. So I come back inside. Vanessa's upstairs with a baby trying to get the baby asleep. Um, and she comes back down as I'm like getting in the recliner with a band-aid that I think I get on there and then I get the, the ice packs on. Yeah. Um, and at that point, like it's, Did you get an ice pack though. You, I think, I think I you got the ice it. pack. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm not crazy bleeding, but I'm bleeding enough where it's just annoyingly bleeding. You know, I'm not like gushing, but I'm not, you know, having this little bitty baby thing. I think it was mostly like in shock at the time, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like <laughs> your toe was like, "Oh, what's happening?" Yeah, to us? and you it didn't was how to react. It sucked. <laughs> um, so, like, it's one of those things, though. I think my my foot just didn't want to work properly as soon as it happened, either. Oh, you yeah. Because like you always do that well, weird just like that heel thing that walk. Happened to me last night. Yeah, yeah, right. So you do that weird heel walk. You're like ah, mm, ah, mm-hmm. mm. yeah. So I get it back and do that. So. Um, we'll pause on that story and we'll catch back up your ER story. So you get this rash all everybody and you decide to go to the ER. Yeah. So I finally listened to everybody that's been telling me to go, um, after it was over about 75% of my body because it And this was on Sunday. This is Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So it just spread so quickly and it was freaking me out. I've never had poison ivy before. So I don't know what it's like. The only time that I can ever remember somebody having it was when I was a kid and a close friend of mine had it so bad that his eye was swollen shut. Yeah. That's crazy. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. So that was my like, you know, memorable experience with poison ivy. So I, I go and the, I think it was a PA actually that saw me and he walks in and he goes, oh, poison ivy. And I was like, you haven't even looked at me. And he was like, well, you know, yeah, I mean, I can see it like as the cut on the leg because yeah. it's the thing, you know, with yeah. poison ivy, which that was what had uh, America had, you know, uh, mm-hmm. alluded to. Was, Quit scratching. I can't. It, it's so itchy. I'm still so itchy. I've, I've been on high doses of steroids yeah. and I'm just, it's still itchy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> 
Yeah, I've been itching for like a week now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so anyway, I go and they give me a steroid shot. They they made me call my OBGYN. Interesting, I I didn't know that part. Yeah, so they don't have... What are they supposed to do? Well, so they don't have enough information on steroids especially this one that they wanted to give me and uh breastfeeding oh okay okay and so they're like i'm sitting here like thinking in my head like they basically throw their hands up and they say we won't do it without your approval because you know we just don't we just don't know right you made it sound like it was like oh we haven't done human trials on this yet uh well i I mean yeah (laughs) uh what Okay. So, gotcha. yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So gotcha. Since breastfeeding, you know, yeah, gotcha. since breastfeeding yeah. they just they just are, you know, yeah. trying to avoid a lawsuit. So, Understandably cautious. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, you know, they I go in and I'm looking at infant risk, the website infantrisk.com. Okay. And not finding anything. I found one person talking about this medication and they suggested pumping and dumping for twelve hours and I was like, Oh, that's not possible because right. we don't have a pump. Don't have a I am sure that I have a pump. I think I have two pumps, but I don't know where they but, are. But yeah, those are those hand pumps. They're, the yeah, hand they're pumps. not the electric, I don't electric know where they are. whatever. And I don't know where any bottles are because I don't Fair. ever give, you know, Evie never has a bottle. Right. And so, uh, anyway, so I, ca- I put a call in to my OB here that I'll be going back to, but I haven't seen in three years. And I get a call back pretty quickly from the on call OB, and she says, Oh, it's not a problem. You don't need to worry about pump- pumping and dumping. It's fine. Just go with it, get get your steroids, and get more comfortable. Right, yeah. <laughs> so they give me a steroid shot in the ER. Surprisingly, didn't hurt at all, and I didn't have any pain after either. I wonder if that's because you were itching so badly that, <laughs> that's like... That's a good possibility. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things, like, they always say, like, how do you forget about a, you know, cut or scrape or whatever, uh-huh. break a finger? Right, yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably that. Yeah, <laughs> like just, I think that's a valid point. Yeah. Like, who know, who cares yeah. how much my, my Your body's like, my I body hurt, I itch, oh yeah. my God. And they're like, you know, little pin break, and you're like, I don't care, I itch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. You win again. So she goes to the ER and basically gets it all figured out and jumps back in. So I'll jump back to Wednesday. So I you know hurt my toe um once again and the toe part it more or less just annoyed me for you know about i don't know half an hour to an hour once it quit bleeding and all that kind of stuff and it decided to start working again um you know all of that was was super fine so um she goes out and she's like well listen just hold the baby and you know the twins are inside or whatever so i just watch the kids and she goes out and starts working to unload the truck and, um, you know, we basically just take the, the garden hoe and are pulling it by hand out of this truck. And it wasn't anything crazy hard. But um, when it's 100 degrees out, it literally feels like it's all day in a matter of like 10 minutes. You know, that, that heat just murders you. So she does that for quite some time. And, uh, you know, she gets nearly finished. She comes back in and she's super beat red. And she's like, I haven't had enough water. I'm like, all right, cool. So I have her, you know, take care of the little one and take her upstairs and go to bed. Um, as you can tell, that that's a pretty common occurrence for us. And, uh, you know, in that time frame, you know, the twins are kind of hanging out. And I go, well, you know, I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and go mow. So I go, you know, outside and we have a, uh, you know, a little riding mower or whatever. And, uh, you know, I start mowing the front yard because the backyard has a whole lot of obstacles built into it. You know, the garden hoses are across the way and there's, um, you know, all the, the plants that are actually in in the actual planters or anything yet they're in these little 
I don't know, mesh bag things that allow you to, you know, kind of plant, you know, garden pieces and move them around and uh, water them without actually waterlogging the plants and all this other stuff. So it's it's a pretty handy little thing. So I, I go mow the front yard and I'm, I'm doing my rounds and all that kind of stuff once I get the truck unloaded. And as I kind of come towards the backyard, I see Vanessa's move the hose and the baby must be asleep at this point. So she's, you know, working on watering her plants. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, so I start making my rounds and doing, you know, the major parts of the yard, nothing crazy. Um, but if you haven't seen the videos that Vanessa's posted about how our yard is right now, our backyard's a little strange. I say that not because, um, you know, the shape of it or anything like that, but the previous tenants owned a above ground swimming pool. And the above ground pool, they laid sand for the huge part of the yard. And this is probably 25, 30 feet across or something like that, where it's just literally a giant sandbox now. Um, so when we were buying it, the option was they were like, well, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, paying a little bit more, we'll leave the pool. And Vanessa and I were both like, yeah, no, nah, you take the pool. It's fine. So, you know, they took the pool, but we didn't realize, you know, we thought it was probably going to be dirt underneath. We didn't think about the whole, oh, they probably did it properly and left, you know, put an entire thing of sand underneath. So when we're going around mowing, we're, we're basically, you know, mowing around this giant sand pit, around all of her actual vegetables and things that are growing, around her composting section, you know, around the giant tree that we have. We're just we're, we're, you know, making these weird little loops to get everything taken care of. And at one point, she is moving herself down along um, the house, and I am taking a right-hand turn, and this thing has a right-hand eject. And I'm down by um, where that, you know, like super tall tree thing that was in a tree is a plant that where the poison ivy was, where she most likely got hit. And I'm not, you know, close enough to the poison ivy. I'm not trying to get over there and, and mulch it or anything like that because we both know that, uh, yeah, you know, it'll it'll just spread everywhere and that's going to suck. So I'm, I'm taking a pretty wide berth of that. And what happens is... Um, a really, really scary second or two. I come across um, and taking this right-hand turn, and I hit something. And if you've ever been on a riding mower or a push mower, and you hear that, you know, you know you hit something. And about, you know, a quarter of a second later, you know, I hear Vanessa scream, and it is a blood-curdling, holy shit scream. And I look over... And she's holding her hand. She's, you know, and screaming and cursing, my hand. And I turn the mower off real quick and I head over there. Um, blood is raining down her hand. And I'm not meaning that lightly. I mean, literally, I went back out after and there are blood drips all over the yard heading up into the house. And there were several drips inside the house. And we moved pretty decently quickly. So we get inside and the first thing that I do is I start running water and have her start, you know, putting stuff over the top, the water over the top, to try to figure out, okay, what are we actually dealing with? And towards her wrist, there's a section of skin that has been pulled back, and not so much that it's down to like a bone or a muscle or anything, but it's a couple layers deep for sure. Um, and it's what's doing the majority of the bleeding. So, you you know, the skin itself is doing a, a crazy amount of, of bleeding. And, you know, I, I 
take a look at it and you know it's just kind of flopping around and I look around real quick like oh shit what do I have and there are um, small like wire snips that I have that are above the sink that we got from her grandmother I'm not sure why they're at the sink but they came in really useful um, so I just kind of gripped it real quick and you know cut the skin off um, and it's still bleeding super super heavily so we take it and I go and get some towels and wrap that part and we're at this point trying to figure out you know, is her hand broken? What actually happened? Because towards her ring finger and her pinky, there's also blood blisters starting to show and starting to turn some color. You know, so with a turning color, it's never good. So we get a bandage on it, and then we get an ice pack on it, and we spend a few minutes, you know, trying to recap, okay, what the hell just happened? And I go outside to look and see what did we hit, you know, and I'm assuming that maybe it was a rock because where I was mowing at these people had um, you know several long planks of wood and they had paving stones that were put down that allowed you know that would be sat on that wouldn't sit directly on the grass and what have you so my thought immediately is like okay I didn't get them all moved I'm assuming I hit a rock or something or I hit one of these paving stones I shattered it and we just threw a rock at her right so I'm, I'm looking around the area where she was standing, and I find a piece of metal that is probably four inches, five inches long, and has a curved, like, fork piece at the end. Not, not multiple tines, but just a single tine out of this fork. Um, and I pretty quickly recognize it as, like, one of those garden forks that, uh, or claws, I guess is what the other word for it. And you look at this claw and you go, oh shit, like this thing has been broken and shattered. And they're cheap, you know, super cheap metal. Um, but most likely what I did was I hit and I fired off one of these claws at her. So, you know, she's sitting inside and the baby's asleep or whatever. And I bring the claw piece back in and she goes, oh yeah, I was using that to try to dig up the poison ivy over there. And what had happened is she was using it or whatever, left it in the middle of the yard grass grew up over it where I just couldn't see it anymore and she oh that baby is not sleeping very well yet so the the claws were in the middle of the yard um and not in the middle middle but just you know way further past the point where it should have been and uh because it couldn't see it with the grass ran over it shot it out at Vanessa and you know slammed it into her hand to the point where we had a massive blood loss um, not you know enough to to go to anything crazy, but I mean it was it was it was a gusher, um, and then the tip of it most likely is what hit her pinky and her ring finger. So that's Wednesday afternoon, and we get it all bandaged up, and I get it uh, you know iced down and all of that kind of stuff. And she's like, well, I don't know if I need to go to the ER. It, you know, it's not hurting as much right now. What have you? And then maybe you know fifteen twenty minutes later, it starts pulsing in pain and uh, when she moves her wrist in certain ways the pain jumps up and you know becomes a pretty heavy hit so she's talking about going to the er and kind of going back and forth and that night we had a plan for my other podcast that we're doing right now which is called cows and canoes and that one has two of my really good friends cat and Brittany, in it um and we have this plan for them to come over and you know kind of work on this entire thing what have you um and her mom ends up coming over Vanessa's mom and they they talk about you know well you really need to go to the ER you need to do this actually I don't think her mom was here yet either way you know Vanessa's like I, I need to do this so she's she reaches out to a medical friend of ours who's actually a veterinarian 
Um, and, you know, this specific guy has done a lot of really cool stuff for, you know, all of the family, you know, Vanessa, whoever. And there's things that need to be done. If it's simple, you know, he, he's definitely more than willing to help out, which is awesome. And she sends him a picture of the hand and tells him what happened. And, you know, he tells her, well, if you, you know, tilt your hand like this and then you put your fingers on the table and if you can press, you know, nothing is broken, which is good. You know, but we still need to x-ray it and see if you have any fractures like hairline fractures or anything like that. Kind of toughs it out, which is awesome, you know, and that's one thing that I'll say about Vanessa. You know, she she went to the ER and then she was talking about going back again because of her hand and... Um, you know, a lot of people will do it with a drop of a dime. She waits till it gets really freaking bad before she tries to make that decision. You know, I don't think it's a financial thing. I think it's, she's like, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. It really hurts. So she, uh, she gets a hold of doctor, um, and the veterinarian and says, Hey, listen, um, you know, I'd, I'd love if you can x-ray, that'd be awesome. So we do our podcast, myself, my friends, and, um, you know, Vanessa's here and we, Kind of finish out the night, and uh, her friend Amy is here helping her out and doing some cool stuff. You know, just kind of um, the original plan was Amy was going to take her to the uh, ER, but by the time she got here, Vanessa had changed plans to uh, go see, you know, the doctor in the morning. So um, they kind of get lady time and get to hang out and what have you, um, which was pretty awesome, you know, and uh, Kat and Britt, you know, spent some time and, and everybody kind of got together and. It's really the first time in a long time that, you know, the kids aren't there and Brittany and Kat actually got to talk with Vanessa. They've, they've talked to her before, but, you know, it's never very often actually like, hey, we don't have a whole lot of distractions. So they spent some time sitting and talking with her, which was awesome. Um, and then the next morning I get up and I have to, um, you know, go to work. And I, Thursday was a weird work day for me. Um, my literal day was meeting up with a uh, you know GM at a different restaurant. We had to drive to Dallas to be at a meeting by noon, and we're in you know Tulsa, um, North Tulsa actually. So it takes four and a half hours of good traffic to make it to where we were going. Then we have a meeting that is approximately three hours to turn back around and drive another four and a half to five hours home. So rough math is ten hours of driving. For three hours of meeting. It was fantastic. Um, now, I mean, there, there's always good stuff that comes out of meetings and things like that. But um, this one was just a weird one. It wasn't really planned out ahead of time as well as it could have been. You know, the the entire GM crew and everybody else, we didn't have the info until like Monday. We would be going on Thursday. They were like, hey, by the way, Thursday next week, you guys go to Dallas. But we don't know where. We don't know when. We'll let you know. And then we... We were like, okay. So Monday rolls around. They're like, so I think we're going to do uh, 11 o'clock uh, in Dallas at this movie theater. Uh, but, you know, we'll let you know. And then the area directors reach out and, hey, guys, we're actually doing noon. If you need a hotel, let us know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, four and a half hours really isn't long enough to, to need a hotel. So, so I drive down and we have our cool little thing or whatever. And then we drive back. Um, and during that time frame, Vanessa, once again, in the same week is back at a doctor's office. So when she comes back, um, which should be pretty soon, I'm assuming, uh, I'll let her go into what happened at, because it was a little, um, strange when she told me the, uh, thing she's like, oh yeah, no, they said I have great bone density and good, good bone marrow spacing. And, um, 
I assume it's a compliment, but it's a very, very strange compliment as a whole. When when that entire thing goes down, um, it, it was a very, very interesting little setup. So the the next real big pieces, um, you know, we'll talk about. You know, I really want her to be here for because, um, you know, with with our friends, Cat and Brit, they know Vanessa. They know of her. They've they've known her for quite some time, but. You know, Vanessa wasn't really 100% sure, like, oh, yeah, these guys are my friends. It's always been, like, um, these are Brandon's friends that I hang out with as well. And I think this is the first time, by the way, that was a fly that just landed on the other microphone. Um, This is the first time Vanessa really solidified it as, like, oh, these people care about me, which is really awesome. I know Brittany and Kat are going to listen to this. So um, this is this my public thank you all very much for doing everything you did. Um, because she needs the help when she can, which is awesome. Um, but, you know, I get a message from Brittany, um, you know, yesterday morning basically saying, hey, what is what is Vanessa like from Starbucks? And I go, well, she doesn't like Starbucks. She doesn't drink coffee. <laughs> it's, it's a complicated life. Um, Brittany's like, cool, okay, so what can I get for her? And I was like, ah, I get her a tea or something. And, uh, you know, Brittany... Um, basically makes a plan with Kat um, after, you know, spending that that one little bit of night after the podcast and seeing, you know, kind of a rough state of affairs for Vanessa. Um, But they see, you know, what's kind of going on and make the decision to come out and help. Um, Because, you know, with new restaurant as a GM, I'm spending a whole lot of time not at home. Uh, And it's it's one of the worst work-life balances you can have is that number one, turning around a restaurant and, and doing it properly takes a lot of time. Number two, it takes a whole lot of work, you know, from the family to balance out the life aspect of it. You know, these podcasts is a great example. We're doing them super late at night. Um, you know, we're trying to get babies in bed. We're trying to make as much free time as we can. And it's a tough thing to do. So, you know, I spend a good amount of time working or what have you, and then Brittany and Kat come out, and they, they help out around the house. They help do some cleaning. Um, they bring her some, some tea or something along that line that uh, she may not have uh, normally had and just kind of really showed the it-takes-a-village mentality. And that entire it-takes-a-village mentality, I think, is lost on a lot of people. Um, and if you don't have it, seek out the people that are going to to do that for you because, you know, those those little bitty tiny things make a huge impact on a lot of people. So uh, it is pretty awesome stuff. So past that, we kind of catch up to where we are today. And, you know, it, it was strange last night into today. So yesterday... Um, was a 13-hour day, give-take. I think I worked 8 to 9, roughly. And then once I actually made it home, you know, the next following day, today, be exactly, had the meeting that we went to on Thursday, I had to, uh, you know, deliver to the crew and all that kind of stuff today. So I went in at 7 a.m., I made pancakes, and I made a ham and potato hash, and I made scrambled eggs, and all kinds of a big food set you know i did like a four times recipe batch here your, your normal pancake recipe and things so we make this big old meal and we go through the entire thing and then i actually get back into the restaurant operations um so you know i get back here you know from you know going in leaving this house at like 6 30 i got back at like 8 30 or something like that 
And then the uh, next following, I think it was like 7.30. might be 7.30, I don't know. And the next days, next several days are, you know, right back tomorrow is another 12-hour days. Monday is probably going to be an 11-hour day. You know, I'm working 60-plus hours a week right now, and this is an oh, pity me. You know, balancing out the, the home-to-work life is a really, really hard challenge um, because there's two sides to this coin is that, you know, there's a lot of people at work that depend on me, and there's a lot of people at home that depend on me. Um, you know, Vanessa is is a pretty fantastic little superhero, but it's tough. You know, um, twins that are that are not even three yet, and then you know, an eight month old, um, both at the same time, are really really tough. And then when I go to work, it's you know dealing with adults, and we say adults, but it's it's babysitting. You know, um, mixed in with developmental things. Um, so it was definitely a challenge. Um, just a second. Okay. So with that in mind, um, I think I'm going to pause the episode here until Vanessa comes back uh, so we don't kill too much time. And uh, when she kind of gets back in here, we'll jump back in. So thank you all very much for listening. And uh, we're going to stop right about now. Thank you for your patience. Uh, So Vanessa's made three different attempts to come down, but every single time the baby is woken back up. It seems like it's one of those uh, times where if somebody's not in there with her, she's not going to be able to uh, stay asleep. So I thank everybody for listening. If you've gotten to this point, uh, Vanessa will finish out the story. But true to form for this week, it has been a rough one. You know, everything from poison ivy to trying to break each other's hands to um, even, you know, actually, it's funny. I forgot to even get into the story. As of right now, I myself now have poison ivy on both of my legs, just around the ankle mark. Um, So it's been one of those weeks, you know, things get a little crazy. um, But at the end of the day, it it just comes back to working as a team to make sure this kind of stuff, you know, doesn't doesn't get too too far into things. And Vanessa just texted me, and she's not even trying to sleep. Evie just wants to play right now. So I guess at this point, I'm going to finish it up and thank everybody once again. And, um, you know, the easiest thing I can say at this point, we'll see you back again soon. I think the plan roughly is try to get uploaded every Monday so that you guys can have something to listen to from us, um, you know, sometime during your work week, which will be awesome. And uh, we're going to try and get the uh, video uploaded pretty soon. It's not great quality for our wing event. And uh, we'll do another recap pretty soon for uh, this next following week hopefully um it's a little bit less you know physically intense than than this last week was and uh moving on you know we, we've been talking about different things we want to do we might do the house thing and things like that so if you have anything you'd like to uh, hear from us definitely let us know um because you know that's really what we're here for is we're here to talk about what we've got going on in the world and you know, kind of keep it the world of uh, what you guys want to hear. So once again, thank everybody listening uh, and uh, have a good day.